From Studio C at the 511 Studios in the Brewer District in downtown Columbus, this is Note to Future Me. I'm Brett Johnson, owner of Circle 270 Media Podcast Consultants. Note to Future Me is dedicated to interviewing businesses and organizations who have implemented podcasting into their marketing strategy. In this episode, I talk with a CPA firm who has done that over the last three years. It's unsuitable on Ray Radio. I speak with Dave Kane, who is the executive principal and host of Unsuitable on Ray Radio. The CPA firm is Ray and Associates. He is the second host of this podcast, and we get into a little bit of how he got to be the host of the podcast, as well as actually being in the very beginning stages of the implementation of the podcast. If you have an interest in being interviewed on this podcast, give me an email, podcast at circle270media.com. I will have the full transcript of this podcast on note2futureme.com and circle270media.com. And as always, thanks for taking notes with me. Before we get into the weeds of business, I want to talk to you about any or a nonprofit that you give time, talent, or treasure to. We, uh, we actually have a very large not-for-profit practice in our uh, Dublin office. Okay. By that, it's consulting, it's uh, auditing, it's tax work, it's serving on boards, it's consulting. So we understand that industry very, very well. Mm. In fact, we, we look for opportunities for our people to uh, participate in not-for-profits. Okay. So, um, good. You know, not-for-profit industry means a lot of things for us, like uh, associations. Those are not-for-profit, which sometimes people don't think of those as, you know, um, not-for-profit, but they are. Mm-hmm. And then you're you're basically your 501c3. Right. So, yeah, we give uh, we try to give back uh, in the form of time, sometimes services. Although, although lately it's been a little bit difficult to do in-kind services, especially if it's some tax or auditing services or just some more ethical things surrounding that than, than maybe before, especially on if you're auditing somebody's um, financial statements. You know, it's a, it's a bit of a challenge to give back some in-kind stuff there, but we find other ways. Okay. Oh, so, good. yeah, big, I'd say out of our... Uh, See, we have uh, we have uh, twelve offices, and the majority of our auditing practices here in the Dublin market or Columbus market, right. and a lot of that is inside uh, two seventy. Mm-hmm. So it's inside the city. Okay. You know, a lot of arts and and a lot of associations. Give you an idea, Farm Bureau is a okay. is is uh, is one of our clients. Let me see if I'm pointing right. Where's uh, Where's the um, Shadow box. Oh, probably back behind you. Yes, yeah. behind you. There yeah, you go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> they're they're a, yep. a client of ours. So, sure. got to give you. There's yeah different levels in between. On so on your website, where could they a nonprofit or a not for profit find that information? Yeah, they can just go on and uh, there's a services box drop down, okay. and uh, it should be easily uh, findable. Okay. If you can navigate websites, we've we've tried to make it as user-friendly as possible. We just actually kind of redid a lot of things in the last year. Okay. 
uh, to make it easier for you to go in and search. Because if you spend, and you know from being in the business, you go there, you can't find it, you're out of there. Doesn't take a lot of time for you to do. You just yeah. drop off. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So we, um, do you know, happen to know um, uh, Brad Circoni? He has helped us with our branding and actually is producing uh, our podcast okay. and our website. And that was kind of the glue that helped us put everything kind of together mm-hmm. you know somebody that had um that uh, that background so he's the one that uh comes in we um brings the mics in and produces and edits and and we're pretty committed to really we're releasing once a week mm-hmm. that's so. good well it helps to have that person directing and that, that, professionally I put it in quote mar- you know quote marks because directing can mean a lot of different things but it's keeping you to task yeah, saying that we're going to be in the room here doing this next Tuesday. Be prepared for four of them, and you walk in, it's going to be ready for you. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's in your notes, and that's one piece of advice I certainly would give someone is you have to have it professionally done. Mm. This is this is not something you do it yourself. Um, you probably could, but if you're not trained in it, it's just it's just. I don't think you're going to be happy with the end result. You're not, and it would be inconsistent, right? Because yeah, then you would say you, something else would get in the way mm-hmm. that oh, we're not recording podcast. Right. So it's on our calendar, and it's the second Tuesday or second Thursday of every month. And if you miss it, we will break your leg. <laughs> well, let's talk about your background. Um, obviously, you, you mentioned earlier to me whether I've recorded it or not. You're not a broadcaster. I am not. So let's talk about your your adventure to this point. Okay. How, how you started with uh, your career moves, and now you're a podcaster. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. I started with uh, Ray & Associates just about 40 years ago. And um, my, my specialty, if you will, is I work with emerging businesses, both on tax, consulting, planning, and things like of that nature, and uh, really uh, enjoy, you know, that aspect of it. And it just so happened the podcast spot came open after about 50 episodes, and um, they asked me if I wanted to do it, went for a tryout, if you will, and I, I won. Of course, I was, I, was, I was in pretty good shape doing that. But what helps me with, with being the host of the podcast, which which you can, again, relate to it. It's not the easiest thing in the world to be the host. you got to figure out the right questions. you got to study. But one of the things that helped me is virtually all of the topics that we cover, at least with its, if it's tax and consulting and, and business, I know a little bit about each of those topics. Okay. Sometimes i got to do a little bit of studying, but for the most part, I've either touched it, felt it, read it, Talk to somebody had a client in that in that industry, and uh, so that's what makes it work for me as far as being able to ask the questions and the right questions. Now we've we've discovered a little bit by design is there are some things that we don't touch. Obviously, the political side of things is 
has been a little bit challenging the last year, especially with the new tax act. I was going to say that it kind of meshes together. You have to touch it a does. little bit upon it. It does. But you don't necessarily have to make a comment on it. Just this is the way it is now because of. We'll see where our, our guest wants to go. Right, right. And and I'll, I'll typically talk about the new tax law and winners and losers under that. And what do they think about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they could change the tax law, you know, had one day to change the tax law, what would they do? We can take them up to the edge without making it, you know, too political. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's by by design because you never know your listeners where where their platform is. So we steer clear of that. Some of the things that really work for us are when you talk about topics that are Hey, we're a CPA firm, but you know we 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 had one where we talked about opioid addiction, and that was a very well received. That was a very tough one, very very um, challenging one. Uh, a fun one is when we talk about millennials versus baby boomers. Always, always, always fun. And, and that can be politically charged as well, too. It is politically yeah. charged. You can get some folks going oh, yeah, uh, on you that. Can. H- HR, human resource, always very, very popular. Some of the real technical deep dive stuff is okay, but not as um, not as great as some of the non-technical. Certainly the recent change in the sales tax rules, some of those with the uh, South Dakota versus Wayfair. That's that. We've had a lot of broadcast on that, and that's been very, very, very popular. Mm. Also, so we try to change our topics, and we study it, and and our marketing team does just a phenomenal job of getting me prepared. Here's the the notes, the cheat sheets. Mm-hmm. Our guests come in, and we we try to have fun. How did the process begin? I know this is before your time, but how did it begin to talk about having a podcast? Sure. A CPA firm. Sure. Uh, you, that really isn't usually the business category you think about having a podcast. Well, you know, I can tell you how, how it started, and, and I was a bit on the ground floor, okay. is there were um, three of us, uh, Mark Van Binscoten, a fellow uh, partner of mine, Myself and Brad Zirconi uh, were just brainstorming, and we were off-site having a libation, if you will, mm-hmm. and it came up that we should do a podcast or start thinking about a podcast, and we started challenging that and said, you know what, that that's maybe an avenue to go because it may help us with our overall theme of what our culture is and what we want it to be, and what we want it to, you know, to, to project it to be, plus showing off the incredible talent that we have around the firm. So we started thinking about that, and how would that mesh with our overall strategy and our strategic plan? And what we, what we found is that, boy, it meshes pretty nicely. But I'll tell you, it was a hard sell. You know, we went to our marketing team, and they said, you guys, just how long were you at happy hour? We're going to do a podcast? 
And and we said, sure, and we explained it, and they got on board. And then we went to firm leadership, and they said, uh, you guys are going to do what? You're going to spend what? What's our rate of return on this? What's going on? Must have did a pretty good job of selling it, and, uh, and we sold it, and off we go. And we've had leadership on. We've had our marketing team on, and they enjoy it. You know, we have fun with it, and that's, that's the one thing. But I would say, going back, is we try to tie it into what our culture was and what our strategic plan would be. And, and with that, we wanted to, like I mentioned earlier, we wanted to highlight the incredible talent we had around the firm. You know, we're a firm that has specialists, and we wanted those guys to and gals to, you know, just come on, and, and that would be part of their personal branding. And so we use that to to our advantage and also tied it into the content marketing that our marketing team was doing at the same time. So it's it's all tried to tie together. And that's what, what I think would make it work versus if we just went in and said, hey, we're having a podcast. We're just going to have fun and see what happens. We We probably wouldn't have lasted this long. But tying it together to our strategic plan and the mission and all that and never lose sight of that, that really helps solidify where we want to go with it. How long from first discussion to first episode published did it take? I would say, I'm just going to guess on that, but just kind of the time frame, probably six months. So it didn't take long. Okay. And... I was actually our first guest, unofficial guest. I was not the first host. And so we experimented a little bit and said, wow, that sounds pretty good. Second one sounded pretty good. Mm-hmm. Third one, not so good. Fourth <laughs> one, not so good. And and so, um, you know, well, first of all, we were batting 50%, and then it started getting a lot better, just as everybody got kind of comfortable with with what it is, but I would say our message, we try to keep it consistent, meaning we're going to, we're going to release every week. And I think we release on maybe Monday evening, Tuesday morning, somewhere in there. I don't know what, Mm -hmm. what the total schedule is. And, uh, so we have one being released every week, different topic. And we haven't run out of topics. You think you, you run out of topics to talk about, but in the accounting, the tax, the consulting, healthcare, you never run out. And then we also invite our clients in and do a webcast with them to help them maybe as as part of their marketing. But again, we'll talk to them, does that fit with what what you guys want to do? And a lot of times it it does. Or they come in, they have a cause they want to talk about and um and we build in, try to build in the uh um, you know, the message in there. Mm-hmm. You are in deep with scheduling, obviously. Really deep. How, what is the process? How are you doing this? I mean, and technically, is it just a Google calendar setup? How are you nailing these interviews that they know exactly when they need to be there, what's being covered? This is a weekly interview podcast. It is. Here. It is. So there it, are a lot of machine machinations going on in the background to make it work, especially when you're batch recording four or five at a time. Right. Right. You know, our hats off to to our our 
marketing team at, at Ray and Associates, they do, I'm not involved with the scheduling. Thank goodness. Okay. I, 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 I'm, I'm being scheduled just like everyone else, but let's say Brett, that we wanted to, to schedule you is you would get, you'd get a phone call from Abby, from our marketing team, see if you were interested okay. and then uh, tell you a little bit about the, the podcast and the, the points that you want to, you know, emphasize, mm-hmm. what do you want to talk about? Not what we want to talk about. And then those are shared. And then you get a Google invite on your calendar and I get one and boom, it goes on. Yeah. And, and our team knows that it's, uh, you know, every other, you know, every month, every second Thursday, and you can't cancel because when you're scheduled that tight and you have one release a week, if you cancel, we, uh, we've got a hole in the schedule. So we always try to stay one ahead. And, uh, so some, some weeks we'll do, uh, five instead of four, but, um, that is a challenge if someone schedules. So you got to have something in your back pocket that maybe there's a staff member that you can call in and, and just get them off guard. But you got to be ready for those things because it, it's a little bit disheartening when someone is is scheduled. And, of course, we're paying for production time. So, you know, we're going to produce. I don't, right. you know, I don't think we can turn in, the, sure. uh, uh, you know, a, a bill for, for that. But right. um, that's kind of the scheduling is a challenge. We don't do telephone interviews. I was going to ask about that in regards to, you know, logistics because you yeah. have to travel to your office. Yeah. But obviously, if you're getting the reverse that people want to be on your podcast, they have no issue of traveling. I, I still think that is a uh, businesses need to get over that. Don't yeah. worry about it, it unless, again, it's somebody from California yeah. or something. And, we, you know, again, well, your, your focus is different. Than we uh, I mean, we would do it yeah. if it, if the topic was right and the and the person, mm-hmm. uh, the guest was 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 awesome. All right. Uh, we would do that. We're, we just found better success mm-hmm. doing it uh, in person. It's, Even I think it's difficult to do a, an interview that's not face-to-face. That's right. It's hard. That's right. It, it, there's an art form to that, um, especially with video. Yeah. Even, even though you think that'll bridge the gap, it doesn't do it. There's something missing. We've, we've experimented. It's just hard. something missing with it. Uh, yeah. and, and it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it, but there is something uh, missing, you know, yeah. the stuff going around, you know, the the outside and right. everything. And of course, we get, uh, you know, we use our 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 team, and some of them are ex, you know, extroverts. Some are introverts, and um, some love doing it. Some are like scared out of this world, and uh, so we try to loosen them up a little bit when they get in there. Once they get loose, and they they go. The biggest uh, compliment you can probably have is they walk out going, wow, that was fast. Yeah. That was easy. That's what they said. Oh, Isn't that, that great? You mean, that was 20, 20, 20 minutes, you know? and That's the best compliment an interviewer can have. And we're looking to, we've tried to keep it 20 to 25 minutes, depend on the topic. Right. And then we try to break it on two. But somebody comes in that's really uncomfortable, we, we, we kind of know that mm-hmm. going in. We have, um, we bring a little portable bar into the, you know, into the room and, hey, you want to, you know, you want to have a beer while you're doing this? And some yes, some no. But after they're done, they're drinking the beer. They want to stay around for the next 
podcast and saying, you can't make them leave. Get out of here. You know, it's time to. <laughs> but I have a beer. <laughs> but I have a beer. I'll take it with you. So, you know, we, we, we do it in, in a fun way to try to, try to get it going. Yeah. And, and trying to keep the topics fresh. Uh, again, that we, by the time we record uh, and release, there might be three weeks to a month. So we, we, we pay close attention to what the, the calendar is, like right around the election or right along the time the tax law changed. We were ready to go right after they released it. Now, our, our, our information wasn't the freshest because we had been studying it and we didn't know the final results. Yeah. So we had to go back and, and work through that. But, you know, we tried to stay ahead of that, keep it topical. Mm-hmm. How has the the podcast been coexisting with the blogs that you do, or newsletters and such? What we do is we try to um, have those interact. In other words, if uh, if you were to go onto our web website and you would look at your bio, for example, in your bio would be any blogs that you've written, any podcasts that you have done. So they're tied together. If you would receive an email uh, communication or email newsletter or blog from us, there may be a short blurb of um, what this week's podcast is all about. So we try to make sure that those interact. And, and that's, been, that's been very successful uh, for us. And I would say our marketing team has done a great job of uh, of doing that there's some nuances to those touch points without being too much in your face but reminding the recipient that the podcast exists oh yeah that a new episode's coming up that this might be one you want to listen to sure and in 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 we will push it out to uh our clients our marketing team will say well hey dave why don't you send this podcast out to all your manufacturing clients mm-hmm. or all your professional clients. There was one that we did, uh, a podcast that we did by uh, our, the head of our, our tax team, uh, Chris Axine, and he dissected the deduction for meals and entertainment and the tax impact and the tax changes, and it was, it was really good. And so what we did is we sent that out to a lot of our clients and said, here's what you have to do to deduct those type of expenses. So, and that one was kind of, kind of charged up. So yeah. we, we had fun with that one. Are you using the podcast then to focus on new clients, sending them your expertise as an audio format that we know how to do this kind of a, it's part of the, new it, it's part of the process. Yes. Okay. I would say we use it uh, for that. Okay. Not primarily. It's, it's a tool at your disposal. It's a obviously. tool at the disposal. Yeah. You know, if we were, let's say, we were uh, in a proposal for a manufacturer, we may, we may send them a couple podcasts on manufacturing, or invite them in for a podcast to present their business or present a topic. For example, manufacturer, we may, we may call you in and 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 call you in is not the right but invite you to come mm-hmm. over have a good time talk to us maybe about tariffs you know we've heard a lot in 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 
in the news about tariffs, especially with the auto industry now. And, and, and in the our course of our discussion of tariffs, we'll talk about your business as a manufacturer. Mm-hmm. So, so you may be um, invited to come in and talk about a, a very sensitive issue to you or one that has passion, but we'll try to tie it back to your business. Mm-hmm. You've made, uh, and I'm glad you have, made mention of your schedule, of how demanding it is, but rewarding. How did you decide to do a weekly schedule or continue to do a weekly publishing schedule? Well, first of all, it became a challenge to get people's schedules coordinated. And, and you being in the business can appreciate that. And so we decided we were going to stick to it and stay with one day a month, and that was it. The marketing team knew it was, where that was going to be it. Our production team knew that was going to be it. I knew it was going to be it. I tried to sneak out a couple times to play golf or vacation. They wouldn't, they wouldn't let me. I had forgotten <laughs> that it was that day. But they send those calendar invites out. It's on my calendar for the next year. Sure. And uh, I would say scheduling would be one of the challenges that's way up there. You better have a game plan mm-hmm. of how you're going to do that because if not, you get, you get stuck a little bit. And, and so that's one. The second one we, we, we talked about earlier is tie it into what you're doing, you know, around the, you know, the company or the firm as far as your blogs or, or your newsletters or your marketing. I don't know that we would have been successful if we wouldn't have done that. Right. Yeah. So with the guests coming in, are you offering any collateral, I guess you could say, or any anything to help them share those episodes as well to their sure. people? How sure. Do you do, how are they you can doing use, that? They can use that. Okay. They can use that at their, uh, okay. you know, however they want to use it. Okay. We'll ship it out to them. And, gotcha. and if uh, they want it edited a little bit different way or cut up, we can we can do that. But we do have a little bit of limitations because you got to be a little bit careful with that. But yeah, if... Uh, if uh, let's say your business came in and you said, "Hey, um, can I get a copy of this podcast? Can I put it on my website?" Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Now, what we we do do we also while we're doing it do a YouTube release. Mm-hmm. That's a lot tougher. And um, I, some days I don't even know they're doing the YouTube channel. I thought, oh boy, I wish I wish we. Wouldn't have done that, but <laughs> gives us a chance to, you know, wear our ugly Christmas sweaters and sure. dress up for Halloween and and have some, you know, um, I guess some visuals that may make some sense. Sure. So incorporate it. So. Yeah, for sure. Now the artwork for your podcast is great. I mean, who's putting that together? The the the, the visual presence that you have is is top notch. Thank you. Who's, who's putting that together for That's you? How, our, how did our you marketing, our okay. marketing team is involved job. in that, and they spent a lot of time doing that. I mean, they uh, I I spent enough time with that group to know just how hard they worked to get it to get it right, and they have won awards, especially when we first started producing. They won awards after awards in our industry, in the CPA industry, for the podcast because we were one of the first to to do it on a consistent basis, Hmm. taking topics. Now there's podcasts that are on training, more of a training 
issue, but these are just general conversations with, you know, Main Street uh, type businesses. Uh, we love those kind of stories, so we try to mix it up. I'm going to get into the nitty gritty here. Um, that that but businesses need to address this when they walk into looking at a podcast. It's not the same as putting it together a, a video that you know you can slap it up to YouTube. That's universal. That's kind of where you have to go. There are a lot of hosting platforms, lots of technical pieces to this that, yes, can be overwhelming and may stop you from doing it, but at the same time can be navigated through. Lots of podcasting platform hosts. Do you remember why you chose Libsyn? versus other platforms out there uh i i do not but i did a little investigation because i saw your your Mm -hmm. question i knew you would kind of ask that i think it was some of the diversity that was offered okay and the different platforms and again i i don't get too involved with that thank goodness but uh uh our team the feedback i get is uh is is good good and, and so I, I think that's the right place to be. Gotcha. And and I think all platforms have their pros and cons. And it's it's the, my question to that is not designed to well I uh, to promote one over the other. But I think there are choices that need to be made when you consider because some will do better than others sure. for your situation. Um, and there's not a bad decision necessarily. You can always move <laughs> from move. another one to another one. That's that's not a big thing. And we, I think we have moved maybe a couple times until we got it right, mm-hmm. uh, but researched a, yeah. a few things. And and that's one of those things that happens behind the scenes right. that as the host of the podcast, I never, sure. I never see, mm-hmm. but I I I hear them talking about that. Our marketing team all the time. It's like. Like they listen to me talking tax code, they're talking in marketing code, <laughs> and uh, so we go back and forth with that. Sure. And you mentioned earlier you have a gentleman coming in, Brad coming in, setting up the equipment, doing all the equipment. Now, what's your setup? I know we can take a look at video as well, but sure. Uh, uh, you, in the office space, how are you putting sure. this all together? Sure. What we what we um, what we do is is we can be uh, versatile. We can be on the move. And so what we do is we set up a conference room, use a small conference room uh, in our office. It's not a studio. It's a small conference room. And it works. It, it's, it's not the greatest. Of course, we, we'd love to build a studio to do all this, but, but that probably doesn't make a lot of sense to the, to the bottom line. There's some other things we have to do. And it works. And the equipment uh, is, is top-notch similar to your setup here, uh, and it has to be, or it doesn't work. Occasionally, it doesn't work. Oh, sure. There's but, uh, and we got to go chase somebody down. Always goes to the machine. But, um, you know, Brad, our, our producer, he's an old uh, musician, old rock and roller, so he understands, you know, the the microphone. Every now and then, we like to kind of rip it out and, and uh, you know, do something different with it or, or dress it up a little bit. But the equipment is critical i mean i i don't know that i've had a podcast we went where it where it didn't go where it didn't go well so i i kind of take it for granted about the equipment but mm-hmm. you know this is not like bringing in your your microphone from from home it won't sound the same sure. um businesses that are taking a look at this as well uh, maybe thinking hey we do have an office that's not used very often or could be situated as such what would uh, you suggest as a room 
to dedicate to one size-wise as well as maybe off the beaten path? I mean, suggestions. Yeah, I would say it doesn't have to be very large. You know, it has to be comfortable, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, just like uh, here in your studio, very, very comfortable. That way your your audience is comfortable. I think maybe out of the way and soundproof is is important. Maybe out of the way more than soundproof because it's out of the way it's soundproof. By default. By default. You know, every now and then we'll hear the uh, landscape guys cranking up their mower or the uh, siren going by or, uh, you know, alarms going off. Um, things like that or shutting the door. Sometimes we leave it in there. It's just kind of natural, but it is distracting when you're trying to conduct an interview. So I would think out of the way and we, um, we're careful not to use chairs that squeak mm-hmm. by design. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So the equipment is, uh, is critical and professionally done has, I would say has to be, that would be, uh, you know, again, as, as the host and not behind the scenes, it's way easier when somebody comes in and says, hey, here it is, here's your timer, go, and and it's going there. Of course, I can always tell when we make a mistake because they're all kind of typing and doing some editing there. I'll do the same thing. I'll mark down the yeah, time yeah. on the recorder. Oh, I need yeah, to. Yeah, they, yeah. But it's a nice feature reference, and hopefully it's not distracting to someone I'm talking to. Oh, yeah. I'm just making yeah. notes. And I we have bloopers. Yeah, you know, sure. we, have, we have bloopers, uh, <laughs> and bloopers are fun, and and we track bloopers. You know, there, there are things that have – sometimes I – I just, one time I just lost my voice. Oh. Couldn't talk. You know how when you get that coffee, you just can't say the next word? Right. And I I got up, had to leave the room, and I just I just gave the, the speaker kind of the motion to keep on talking, and and she just kept on <laughs> talking. Did she all the good? And, and she, you know, somebody else came over, jumped in the seat, and she just kept talking, and that was, uh, I got I got all squared away and uh, and got back in there, but... Yeah, we, we, we certainly have bloopers. Yeah. And Brad's taking care of the editing and mixing then as well. Yes, and okay. and we sometimes we'll kid and make mistakes on purpose, but we try not to because editing, as you know, is you know, makes your job a little bit a little bit tougher. Editing is fun, but you don't want to have to do it. You don't want to have to do it. It's always nice to do a one and done. You add the music and it's done. That's that's just as satisfying. You know, you, it is. It is. You, you mispronounce words and you don't you but okay. You know, as long as it's not egregious, it's it's okay. Right. You know, and and you know, we like to have I know there's some some uh things we can't do as far as music, but man, I'd like to take some really good rock tunes or classic tunes and put those in. But, you know, we got to make up our own music now. But, sure. you know, I guess I guess being we don't want to pay the pay the fees no, to, to do that. You not, know, not worth it. Not, not if you, worth if it. If you think you can't find the money for studio space. That's right. Not That's find right. Money we don't music. No. Yeah. And so we totally as at we totally yeah. respect that and follow yeah. that. So you tried out for this position. Why did you want to host a podcast? Even though you were at the very beginning stages, I understand. So you had that – you knew where it was going. But that didn't necessarily mean you wanted to host it. Um, no, or, or it, did, that, it or, didn't. But I, I had my eye on it when it came up. Okay, okay. And, and I was semi-recruited because they wanted a host that had business experience okay. in multiple areas, which, which I fit that bill. They wanted somebody that uh, maybe wasn't afraid to – 
get in front of the mic and 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 speak and work at it and 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 I was willing to do all of that but again the host and you've done enough hosting you know it's not the easiest thing yeah. some comes natural sometimes your guest just isn't knocking it out of the park if you get a good guest it's great it's easy it's but when your your guest is 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 giving you one word answers it's going to be a long 20 minutes <laughs> But uh, yeah, then your, then I, your skills come into play. Going, why am I asking them yes or no questions? Stop that. That's right, <laughs> because they're taking advantage. Yes, of <laughs> yeah, and they take away. I have this. I have a little cheat sheet, you know, in front of me, and it's a, it's a, it's a piece of colored construction paper, and and it reminds me to ask, you know, what, why, how, to to get those answers, mm-hmm. and and they'll they'll take it away. And we also try to. This is kind of interesting. We try to do it without notes sometimes i'll have i'll have some notes that i have to because they're points that i don't want to forget but as far as the guest we we try to encourage them not to bring notes and because they've already given us their their talking points but the notes are a distraction because sometimes somebody's looking at the notes we want it to be just conversation like we're you know sitting at a desk or office as long as you can get you know the micro microphones kind of out of your mind that right. they're just they're just there, mm-hmm. and you have a conversation it goes goes pretty easily. Right. Future plans for the podcast? We got to change it. We're going to change it. Right, okay. Um, I, I would I think say that, I think that's good because it does bring freshness. It does to for the listeners. As long as it's not a tremendous amount of change, but for the host. How many times can you do that? Other than, of course, all the interviews are fresh, sure. of course. But it is kind of fun to change it up a little bit, isn't we it? We want to change it up. Yeah. We want to change it up, and, and we're looking at time uh, of a podcast. Now we try to stick to 20 minutes, maybe 23 minutes. Some will go a half hour, only if the guest is you know, just just hitting on all cylinders and we can't get out of the conversation. We think that's maybe a little long for some of the topics. And so we may take a topic and divide it into two podcasts. And instead of maybe 30 minutes, we, we divide it into do two separate recording sessions, do 220 and can dig into it uh, a little bit, a little bit deeper. We try also to keep the topic very narrow. If you and I are talking about the new tax law, that's a pretty in-depth conversation we won't cover anything, but hey, if we want to talk about this deduction or that, we can have a good a good conversation in a in a period of time. But change, you're going to have to change it, and we will, and we're looking at some some ways to do that. You think your podcast is a template, a good template for CPA firms? I believe it is. Uh, I think there to to me, the equation, if you will is our marketing team is phenomenal. And they're the ones that make it happen. I mean, they, they're they directing traffic, and they're teaching us how to tie everything together with the content that, that they have. And so even though we look at the topics, we try to keep it into the you know our content marketing scheme and our strategic plan. And we got to stay focused on that because when we, you know, take a detour on that, it's it it doesn't work as well. Mm-hmm. So 
that's um, you know that's very very critical uh, for I think a podcast is somebody outside of the host behind the guys behind the scenes the gals behind the scenes make it they're the ones that that make it happen right. they make my job pretty easy some days some days they make it really hard <laughs> just to make Dave's day <laughs> yeah yeah when they write the uh, the intros and we we change that we we try not to read stuff but you got to read things reading is way more difficult for uh, certainly for me, but it's just I gotta I gotta practice it. But it's just you can tell when somebody's reading, and we try to stay away from that. Right. We got to do a few things, but freelance is 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 better because that's what when you and I have a conversation, we're freelancing a conversation. We're not looking at notes or a phone or a laptop, you know, things like that. Correct. What advice would you give any business of any category? If they're interested in starting a podcast, how do they begin? I would uh, recommend a couple things. One is I think you have to be very consistent with your processes and your messages. It's not one of these things you can produce a podcast for three months, take a break, and then get back after it. I think you have to give it a fair amount of time to uh, take its course, see where it goes. For me, again, this is as a CPA and as an, as, a, uh, as an owner in the firm, I need the rate of return. So I, I need some kind of feel good that it's working. Whether it's my buddies call me or I go to their house and they got the podcast playing on the, on the loudspeaker, you know, or, or something like that. I get an email jag about it. Uh, that way I know it's working or a competitor talks about it, but you have to do that. So, so I would say consistency and be prepared that in the beginning, it's probably not going to go the way you want to go. We'd also talked about scheduling, mm-hmm. stay way ahead of the schedule and be prepared that that schedule may, may change. And uh, those are the things that have helped us out uh, tremendously. What key people should be involved? Certainly the marketing team, they're number one. I'm not a marketing person, never have been. And they've helped me kind of design how we want to do that. So, because they can control the strategy for the content. So definitely your, your marketing team. And then as far as producers, Bunny needs it professionally produced. I'm convinced. I don't know how we could do we. We have microphones. We have the ability to, to do it, but we decided we don't want to do it. It's not the same. We need that professional taking a look at how we're doing it and, and, uh, and, and tying it together, um, and, they, and they can bring the equipment. I mean, our equipment is, is for you know having a – listening to a – a webcast not producing a podcast. Right. Unsuitable on Ray Radio. Where can our listeners find it? They can find it almost uh, anywhere that podcasts are available. Uh, yeah, I hear our, our team say, you know, they listen to it on iHeartRadio. I they listen to it on iTunes. They can go on to our website at raycpa.com, find it there. 
if uh, if we have an email, if we've emailed you, there may be a link in there to that webcast. Um, so that are, are the places that that can be found. It can be found if it can be found pretty easily if you're into to podcasting. And what we found, the podcast community is alive and well. Mm. And they love it. Yeah. They just they love it. Same listeners. They they'll they'll call us back and say, "Oh boy." You know, you blew that one, or you tackled that issue, or, or, or you didn't go. You know, you you didn't go uh, far enough with uh, the political debate. So, you know, there's some things there, and that and that's a big thank you. You're right, we didn't. <laughs> we we didn't. Did you want us yes, to? And yes. uh, thank you. So we get to feel for, for that, right? And um, you know, it, mistakes are going to happen, and sometimes the mistakes are are fun. To yeah. work with, sure, exactly. you know, and and uh, yep. you get your your you know you get you just get good people involved with it that know what they're doing and and it's been I would say it's been a lot of fun as the host, but it is a lot of work. At the end of the day, when I'm done, especially if we did five podcasts, I'm ready. I'm ready for a nap. I can believe that I'm you know, ready I'm, for a nap. But you know uh, but it is a lot of fun. Because you get to talk about stuff, business stuff, and some stuff that's non-business stuff, mm. and try to mesh it together. And that's what made it work for us, because that's the culture of our firm. Thanks for being a guest. I really appreciate it. Sure. A lot of fun. At the Bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. Tune into Haycar's new podcast series, The Road to a Simple Life. And join me, Vernon Kay, as I chat to McFly's Harry Judd, Ian Haste of Haste Kitchen, and Money Magpie's Jasmine Bertles about how they keep things simple across their family, food, and financial lives. Lives. The Road to a Simple Life is brought to you by Haycar, the new website for used cars that promise to make finding your perfect used car simpler than ever. Find us on all major podcast channels or head to haycar.co.uk forward slash simple for all of the episodes.